I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And a very sick and tired... Brendan Levi. (laughs) (laughs) Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre, break it down for you, tell you who in the cast is hot or not, find the most ridiculous reviews from around the internet, and finish with some tenuously linked film and TV recommendations. This week we are watching the 1958 musical Damn Yankees, starring Gwen Verdon and Tab Hunter. The IMDb plot synopsis for this film states, A frustrated fan of the hopeless Washington Senators makes a pact with the devil to help the baseball team win the league pennant. We always love hearing from our listeners, so send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials at the underscore swapcast on Twitter, the swapcast podcast on Instagram, or search the swapcast podcast on Facebook. If you want to support our show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's the best way for us to get new listeners. 100 iTunes reviews and we will fulfill our most common fan request to review Freaky Friday. (laughs) 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 To review Face Off. All right. On that point, we Mm. did get a really lovely... Another 97. (laughs) (laughs) We got a lovely fan email. Our lovely listener, Mm -hmm. Kaylee wrote us and she says hey love your show been listening to it for the last few months and it's just really great love your humor and banter brings me life would love to hear you talk about the Lindsay lohan freaky friday seeing if as you've already done the 1976 and 2018 one my fave body swap movie of all time and one of my fave movies in general can't believe it's 16 years old already watched it so much growing up thanks love you guys I mean, Kaylee, who wouldn't want to hear us talk about that movie? (laughs) Apparently, Paul. Paul. (laughs) Wait till you hear the trash pile we're watching next episode. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We'll Uh, get there, Kaylee. We'll try our best to. Yeah, it's on the list. Convince Paul. It's on the list. And Kaylee's lovely email has bumped it higher on the list. Mm. So, um, yes. Could she also write 20 uh, iTunes reviews for us? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe if you did that, it (laughs) It might be the next episode. Um, But, yeah, fucking hell, listeners, just get us to 100 iTunes reviews. Oh, my God, every week with the abuse. (laughs) That's the new thing. Yeah. Yeah. The new thing is me abusing everyone. (laughs) I do have a bit of important news. Uh Uh-oh. This is what I'm dubbing Jim Four Watch 2019. So, last last episode... We uh, established <laughs> that the director of the Lizzie McGuire movie listens to a podcast that mentioned us, the Bad Game Movies podcast everyone should listen to. And now I have the update 
that the host of that show has contacted Jim Fall directly and he has committed to listen to our show. Oh, my God. So the director of the Lizzie McGuire movie. Paul is blushing. <laughs> who we're now following on Insta and we've established yeah. is hot as well. So okay. the sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, director, that's right. The saddie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the sexy director of the Lizzie McGuire movie yeah. is has listened to me speak. Has? Well, I'm assuming he did good on his word of sure. saying he's going to listen to us. How so many times it, have people told you to listen to podcasts and you'd be like, sure, I'll do that. <laughs> I've never done it. He's listened to it. <laughs> he has also been informed that um, we have first dibs on any Extra like, extras mm. in Lizzie McGuire movie too. Mm-hmm. So he has been informed <laughs> this is going to happen. Can you even imagine Brendan in that movie? Like, <laughs> what, what would Brendan's role be? Yeah, I would take away too much to be an extra. I'd have to be like a lead or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, if anyone's going to be leading that movie, it's fucking me. <laughs> but you know, I be Lizzie McGuire's love interest. <laughs> I'm, you know, I bought the secret. I've got like a vision board now. <laughs> this is happening. Any exciting news for you guys? Um, this has been a sort of cursed episode. It's yeah. taken a long time to get here. This is this is <laughs> effort number three, and Brendan's actually dying. <laughs> We've had so many like sicknesses and things come up. This is yeah, so I think our listeners should really appreciate the there's, fact that this episode exists. There's been a few times when we've recorded and I've thought I've sounded sick, but this Brendan really does. <laughs> And you know the funny thing is everybody. <laughs> the funny thing is the first time we were set to record this episode, I sounded like that. That's and right. then it's just gone full circle. So um, right. we're yeah. all gonna stop making out with each other. Yeah, I know. That, yeah. Uh, Zara Achilles heel. <laughs> I guess we better get this show on the road before mm-hmm. Brendan ends up dead <laughs> also before lucy has to be at work yeah <laughs> so that was the latest part of the curse i work calling her it's like you know how you're recording a podcast till one o'clock in the morning tonight you have to uh, work at 6 30 <laughs> so you know anyone who you know feels this plight mm. should go straight to itunes and review us and just do 20 <laughs> reviews is it anything so terrible just to want to come home it's gauche you know how I feel about home and wives. Well, you don't own me yet, not till the 24th. Look, Joe, I'm going to send for a beautiful girl, a real sexy baby. I don't want a real sexy baby. Damn Yankees, mm. today's movie. My question to you guys. This is the second Body Swap musical we've done on the show. Yes. The first being the Freaky Friday remake of last year. Which of the two films do you think were the stronger of the two? And what did the superior film do that the other did not? Wellity. Wellity. <laughs> it, it, do you really have to ask? This was obviously better. Yeah. Yeah. Explain yourselves. Oh, uh, it has <laughs> got the eye roll. Okay. See, he's going. not going to be able to speak for half this episode, but you just have to describe the yeah. things happening on his face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I don't... I don't know. I I don't think it's a clear cut answer. Okay. Because I really didn't enjoy myself in this one. You didn't. As but I can't remember if I enjoy didn't enjoy myself less. Oh my god, Paul! In Freaky Friday <laughs> the movie. Do you think how much of that is like that you're running on no sleep? That you're and feel like sick? dying just because I've been having about. 
four to five hours sleep each night and I'm sick and <laughs> I've had a, a son. Look, I think it's because this one, I don't think any of the songs were fun. <laughs> um, I just think it had that real nostalgia vibe. Like this is what a musical's yeah. supposed to be like. That definitely is a good part of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I the the Freaky Friday musical remake. It was too like glossy and like millennial. It just it didn't yeah. it didn't capture me. Yeah. This has just had that. This was, like reminds me of a movie that I would watch when I was younger. You know, yeah. that would be on ABC on a Sunday afternoon or whatever yeah. that I'd watch with my family. So I'm choosing this one. Yeah, I have to say, like, I really enjoyed the Freaky Friday remake. I, I think I was did. the only one on this podcast that <laughs> did. But I, I love this yeah, movie. I, I would I know you do. Re- really yeah. highly rate it. Like, there's a FX series that happened this year called Fosse Verdon, where Michelle Williams plays Gwen Verdon, who mm. plays Lola in this film, mm-hmm. and they do uh, an episode where they're talking about when they made the Broadway show that this is based on. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh, okay, I've never heard of this. I've got to watch it. So I downloaded it, watch it. And, and you didn't know it was a body swap movie. And then like halfway through, I'm like, oh, shit, this is a body swap movie. We've got to do this. So, <laughs> yeah, that's um, so funny. Like this is the second time I've watched it and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Mm-hmm. And in the in-between part, the songs from this movie have made it on my like regular they have. rotation. Which ones? Um, whatever Lola wants is a classic. Like, it's okay, a classic. I have a story to tell about this. Yeah. So I used to sing in a, I sang in a choir my whole life. So from yeah. when I was five to when I was 17. Yeah. Um, and then even in an adult choir. Mm-hmm. When I was probably about 12, my choir, so all young girls, yeah. we did a medley of songs and that song was in it. Can was it imagine? a medley of songs from this movie? No, it was just sort of like old timey. Yeah. So wh- one of the other songs was Big Spender. The fuck are you getting ah, 12 so year this, old girls this... to sing whatever Lola wants and Hey ah, Big so this Spender? must have been a Bob Fosse re- yeah, retrospective because yeah, yeah. that was from Sweet Charity, which there is another go. one. I can't remember what the other ones did, were, yeah. but that would make sense. But yeah. it's just, it, that's so unreasonable to have like, pubescent girls singing these songs it's yeah. not okay all the songs that you yeah put to a striptease yeah <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll have to slice in some of the like sexualized lyrics for that from yeah. what lola wants but also just the striptease yeah. is there anything sexier than a woman taking her pants off over her shoes <laughs> and really struggling <laughs> oh, i loved it so much and then dancing like a spider <laughs> I actually wrote down, she looks like an alien sometimes. (laughs) Like, you know the alien in Mars Attacks who when the humans turn their back, it walks really fast and scary? That's what she looked like. She's amazing. Like, she was a powerhouse. Yeah. But... <laughs> I sort of think that they thought that she was like Marilyn Monroe or something. Yeah, I mean, she <laughs> she wasn't that. <laughs> she was a Spider Woman. <laughs> I wrote. I wrote. <laughs> so Satan sp- sends one of the Golden Girls to. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She was about twenty years old. <laughs> the problem is, is that this. The, the, like the Broadway show this is based on premiered many years before that and then for the movie they kept the entire kept original the cast, cast apart from Tab Hunter who played Joe. Yeah. Um so who, the by, young Joe or the old Joe? The young Joe. Mm. Uh so 
obviously they wanted to keep her, but she had, you know, grown out of the role. But, mm. you know. but like, amazingly, like, obviously, like, she's in better shape than I ever will be. Yeah. Like, how old do you think she was? That She had yeah. abs, like, yeah. crazy <laughs> and, like, so fit and amazing. Yeah. But it was it was very funny. I, I when really she comes didn't around, like her she until comes she around the corner. <laughs> she comes around the corner, like, the first time we see her when she's trying to be sexy. She's got this, like, weird headband with a big flower on it. <laughs> she and looks like, like she's going to a funeral. And she's like, hey, Joe. And it's just like, ooh. <laughs> Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets. Little man, little Lola wants you. Make up your mind to have no regrets. Recline yourself, resign yourself, you're through. So do you need to do the story like properly or oh, have we I just was, launched into it enough? Yeah, that... I think we just launched into it. But like <laughs> I do think that scene where she <laughs> unveils herself as like the sexy Lola. <laughs> like, do you think that was the inspiration for, for... Emperor's New Groove? <laughs> Yzma in <laughs> No <laughs> Yzma in, in Emperor's New Groove, the villain. Like <laughs> I, I can kind of see what you're saying there. <laughs> This is really mean. You know when they say like every time, is it every time you clap, like an angel gets his wings or whatever? Something to that. Like yeah. every time you insult Gwen Verdon and her Broadway skills, like a, a gay dies somewhere. So but I'm not in <laughs> any way like her skills are not being disputed. She's yeah. obviously amazing, but yeah. it was just, it was just really funny. Like, yeah. After I give her all the shit. The two the the times I enjoyed the film the most was when she was dancing. Yeah, because I really enjoyed her. De- like she's a very good dancer, yeah, and, and so that but- that weird ass performance. What was it? <laughs> Bump. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, that's another classic song. Is it, the, the, that's that's- <laughs> and that um, the sh- the show Vossi Verdon. That's what they send to the episode about Daniel. He's around the creation of that song. I, I actually enjoyed that. Song. Yeah, that was a Cause, good. Because what is so many little funny yeah. shuffly moves. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and those really are very weird. like Vossi. Like all the those strange dance movies where pe- moves where people can taunt themselves yeah. in weird ways and move. And so in the weird premise ways. of this is is like a night celebrating the team, and there's like a fan club that are doing a performance. Like, how did that relate to him at all? Yeah, it was it was a strange. I, I kept on thinking, Nella, Nella, like reference him in the song or something. Yeah. It just wasn't. No, it, the it song was is literally, literally a, yeah. The, the song's about dancing, even though it's bringing you pain. Okay, is the point of the song? Sure. <laughs> was that like her saying, "I'm a bit older now, and you guys are still making me do this fucking dance"? <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic song though but th- That's what I said like, You can see why Yeah Who's got the pill Classic song Whatever Lola wants Is mm. like a fucking banger And yeah. I like I challenge you on that Yeah Brandon like, I forgot about that one what, Whatever Lola wants Is classic Yeah I remember when I was 12 Thinking wow What a banger <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, the song that the movie, like, loves going back to over and over again. <laughs> oh, you need it's hard. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you know, it's catchy. You can mm. give it that. 
Yeah, I I, I refute your claim that it's got no good songs. And well, they weren't well what was your favourite songs? What was your favourite song? Whatever Lola Wants. So you just drive around in your car just with that on, just singing it. What? You just yeah, drive yeah. around in your car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do, yeah. yeah. And then and singing it in that little baby voice. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Do you think that was the um, inspiration for uh, the scene in boop, Community? Boop, 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 sex. Yeah. yeah, where Alison Brie is trying to be sexy. Talented. That's what she was yeah. saying. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, I, I wouldn't reference. be surprised mm. if it was a direct reference yeah. to this. So, Community fans, watch Damn Yankees. All right, so I'm going to just do like a quick rundown yes. of the plot for our listeners. There's an older gentleman. He's uh, obsessed with baseball. He always ignores his wife during baseball season because that's all he wants. And all he wants is his favorite team, the Washington Senators, to win the pennant. He believes the only thing they need is one good long ball hitter, which they don't have. Um and he says in a fit of rage, I would sell my soul for them to have one good long ball hitter. When he says that, Satan rocks up, calling himself... Johnny Mr. Applebaum or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Applegate. And um, <laughs> he gives him that ultimatum. I will let you... Um, become a young version well not even a version of yourself a young person yeah um and you will go into the team be their long ball hitter i will make sure you're the best player that's ever lived you'll become a legend all you have to do is sell your soul to the devil he makes that deal but with an out clause that if he's not happy with how it's going by the 24th of september then he can just leave yeah it's pretty like that's that's a bit Sketchy, really. Yeah. <laughs> so somehow Satan <laughs> agrees to this. Um, he becomes this younger self. He becomes an awesome baseballer, but he's missing his wife because part of the deal was that he had to change his body and he had to leave home. So he goes back to his wife's home and pretends to be a boarder. Um, the wife lets him live in the spare room. Uh, and she's barely even sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Satan's not happy with this. He wants him to forget about his old life so that he can go through with the pact and lose his soul. So he enlists the help of uh, one of his minions, a girl named Lola, who he tasks to seduce him. Mm-hmm. So she begins to seduce him, but he's such like a... Um, moral person and he loves his wife so he doesn't fall for her seductions the moral person who just like decides to sell his soul yeah. and leave his and wife leave his wife and like let her just feel shame even, and humiliation yeah, but he, and but he leaves a, a song letter he leaves a song letter <laughs> in which he, he only... calls her old girl yeah. as well all the time <laughs> goodbye old girl it's like uh no but he only makes the pact when he knows he has the out clause so that he can get back to his wife. I'm Before not, that I'm point, he wasn't going to do it. As a, an answer. <laughs> it was a questionable choice. How I mean, many like, months did he, was he away? <laughs> well, you know, well, I think it was, she said the baseball season starts in April and then it ends in September. I, so. did, I did enjoy that little scene at the start where it's like she's singing about how he, basically her husband's just not there for the first half of the year because of baseball. Yeah. And then it does Everyone like this. Around the world. It did a wife, yeah, like a split screen thing with wives around the world singing the song all about how during baseball well, season. actually, more accurately, wives around America and Japan because yes. those are the only two countries that care about baseball. That's true. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that was a cute little scene. So anyway, Lola comes, um, her seductions fail, but then she falls for Joe and helps him end up getting out of the claws at the end. Uh, the devil turns him back into his older self in the middle of the game, which is outside of the confines of their agreement. So that releases Joe out of his devil pact. Um, he can go back to his <laughs> wife. Lola is still with the devil, but I guess she's smiling when we see her disappear into nothingness. Because she so kind I, of like just loved yeah. him and was happy that... Yeah, I think yeah. she's been... Thank you, I don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she, we find out, was originally a witch who was the ugliest person in so Rhode Island. she Rhode sold Island. her soul to be beautiful. She sold her soul to be beautiful and uh, she's actually 172 years old, so I guess... And we got a little glimpse at the... Uh... The ugliest yeah. person didn't. <laughs> yeah, surprise second swap we got in this film. Yeah. <laughs> he changes her back into her original ugly form. Should um, we save what we think about that for the hot or not? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, so, and that's basically the film. It's very simple, but mm. I think it, it's fun. It works. I feel like you can tell it that it was a play. Yes. It's definitely, it, the film was a vehicle for songs. It was yeah. a little light on story. <laughs> and and they were staged, like they took the Absolutely. staging from the, the yeah. stage and put it in the movie, like characters like looking off into the distance yes. for no reason instead of each other. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think that kind of totally adds to the charm. Totally forgivable. Absolutely. Yeah. But actually, there is one moment that I would like to know what the stage version of that song mm-hmm. was. Because there's a scene where she's wiping a chair down for no reason and then starts singing about how sad she is that there's no one in that chair. Yeah, which I need to, we need to talk about in a minute. But, but then going. halfway through that song, it kind of cuts to him walking outside and she's still going with the song for a couple mm-hmm. of verses, but you can only hear that it's happening inside the house but not loud enough to actually hear what it is. It's like mm. the film kind of gave up on that song. It's like people don't need to hear this whole thing. <laughs> okay, so, you know, a chair is still a chair. Even if there's th- The yeah. song was just that song, <laughs> except it wasn't that song. Yeah. Which song came first? That, but You know the Burt Bacharach song? Yeah. Well, I mean, this is like, 19, like early 1950s, the, the play started. Mm. So I'm guessing this would. Well, then Bert Bacharach's got some <laughs> explaining to do. Yeah. But seriously, it was that song. Did you like that song? In the film? Yeah. No, A Chair is Still a Chair is way better. <laughs> I love Bert Bacharach. <laughs> Anytime his wife sang, I struggled to keep my eyes open. There's something about an empty chair That makes me feel afraid when he's not sitting there. And how disappointed were you that there was never a time when she sort of was like, you seem so familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should pash. Yeah. I was like, if the young dude and the wife don't, yeah. don't I think if, get a bit steamy, I'll be sad. I think if they remade this film. It'd in, be in there. For sure. Yeah. Now, and I had that kind of thought i think this film would be a, a good candidate for a remake yeah. so dream casting i just made in my head all right yeah so and this is they they can actually sing they could actually do this movie yeah okay so zach efron for sure as as um joe yep beyonce as lola amazing um he should be so lucky though leslie mann as the wife left at home 
and uh, Melora Hardin as the Gloria, the, um, the news reporter. The news reporter. Yes. And um, who's the old Joe? Old Joe would be Matthew Perry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be what's his face from uh, Married with Children and Modern Family. Al Bundy? Ed, o- Ed O'Neill. <laughs> Ed O'Neill as old Al. Joe. Al. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that that's film, amazing. That film, make that film $200 million at the box office. I can't office. believe you just, you just <laughs> thought of that so quickly. That was amazing. Yeah. That was a great casting. Well, I think like Tab Hunter was like the Zac Efron of his time, but yeah. without... Okay, like, so you know the way I made these jokes about Tab yeah. being his name? Mm-hmm. You took one look at that guy and you were like, yeah, that guy's name is Tab. That's an all-American dude. Also, they said he was 22. He had some city miles on his face. That is not what a 22-year-old looks like. I wrote down, in like, in this time and like era, was was it allowed that anyone under the age of 30 was allowed on camera? <laughs> you know, they make all the jokes about the female reporter as well, and it's like, she's old too. What are you guys on about? <laughs> I um, love the reporter. Yeah, great yeah. character. She's so yeah, good. Like, uh, uh, yeah, undeniably. I, I but love- it, hilariously, she's like, hey, boys. It's like, <laughs> no, mum, sit down. <laughs> I um, guess it's because it, it's a, she was in the original. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that makes sense. But it doesn't translate very well. <laughs> all the all the side characters are really strong, I thought. I yeah. thought um, the wife's two best friends, like she had these mm. two old biddies that hung around yeah. her they were hilarious <laughs> yeah um and all the kind of characters in the baseball team yeah. as well like it is a bit disappointing that they made a film about a professional male sports team and there's and no like shirtless people. hardly any of them are shirtless and hardly any of them are attractive <laughs> i wrote but down they a thing. are quite funny <laughs> i wrote down a thing though because i when i was sick the other day mm-hmm. um i watched a lot of comedians in cars getting coffee which mm-hmm. sometimes i hate because my god jerry seinfeld can really rub me up the wrong way sometimes. Yeah, He had Matthew Broderick on and they were talking about baseball because they're both obsessed. Mm-hmm. And he says that baseball doesn't discriminate. It's like, big dude, you can play. Old dude, you can play. Yeah. A-Rod, you can play. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> everyone's on the team. That's why I hate baseball. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I cut you off before, Brendan. Surprise, surprise. About that Shoeless Joe song. The song. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, how camp was it with all the baseball players? Yeah, I love, like... Dancing that. in the dirt and, like, wiggling their butts and stuff. It was amazing. <laughs> Sorry, this is pretty common with things that Bob Fosse was mm-hmm. associated with, is that they weren't afraid to just stop the story and you're just watching people dance for five Yeah, minutes. and that's what I said. Mm. Vehicle for songs and dances. Yeah. It was... Yeah. There was a lot of that. Also, just a fun little uh, side note, tangent... Mm-hmm. So the Washington Senators, yeah, hilarious name. Yeah, that's not real, is it? No, it's real. Okay, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And then um, once I was on a basketball team <laughs> where I've never played basketball in my life until this day. Mm-hmm. It was like a social team, and they needed one more girl, or they weren't allowed to be in the league. Uh, we were called. So there were four accountants on the team, yeah. and our team name was Mathematics. Uh, lame. That's what that made me think of. And I was the tallest girl on the team by a country mile. Yeah. And I had to do the jump ball, and I'm literally walking up to the middle of. Oh, you guys don't know anything about sport. Anyway, I'm literally walking up to the middle of the 
court. <laughs> <laughs> Let me school you on them. <laughs> now, and, what's that thing you play on? And and um, they're like, you have to do it because you're tall. I'm literally walking up going, what do I have to do? Like, I've never done this before. And they're like, just jump and hit it. Yeah. <laughs> Mathematics. Shout out. And, and was it We a- lost Every game except for one. Was it a ball you were hitting? Shut up. And also, <laughs> also, uh, I played netball my whole like school life. And what's the aim of that sport? So, <laughs> I dribbled the ball in basketball once because I just forgot that you were allowed to do it. <laughs> okay, back to me- movies well, and camp yeah, stuff. As, as the resident sports, sports nut no. on this podcast. <laughs> um, so... You're into like the Crows, which is our Adelaide Australian rules football team. Yeah, and they're doing team. not very well at the moment. I really identified with this yeah. in a lot of ways. Okay, so you... no, I wouldn't sell myself. No. <laughs> Stop ruining. <laughs> but but I, I, it did capture that thing of like you just love a sports team for no good reason. Like, mm. they just let you down. <laughs> they just happen to be in the same place that you're currently in. Yeah. So in, then you become obsessed but with I them. love the Crows and I want that on record. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah, I find that so interesting because you watch all these sports movies full of a team of shit players and my response is, why don't you fire them all instead of this bullshit about you got to have heart? Like, I think the implication was they couldn't afford anyone better. You really got to have heart, though, Brendan. <laughs> you got to have heart. <laughs> We've got heart. Miles and miles and miles of heart. So, have either of you guys seen the movie Hercules, like the Disney movie Hercules? Yes. So, did you guys recognize that that film just completely ripped off the plot out of this film? So, I haven't Where, seen it in what? many years. Uh, so, in that film... Uh, Hercules uh, has to complete all these things to become a god and Hades Mm. recognises that and he needs to stop it from happening. Mm. So he enlists this girl Meg who did a deal with the devil so that she could save her Mm -hmm. ex-boyfriend. He enlists her to seduce Hercules to distract him from the tasks at hand. Mm. She does it and then ends up falling in love with him and then pretty much the exact same thing All I happened. can just, uh, all I want to do is that, Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, good comparison, Paul. Yeah, so after the first time I watched it, I'm like, oh, so they like straight off ripped this. Like, I'm sure the internet was on fire when it came out. And then I looked it yeah, up. Yeah, I bet it was a blaze. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like anybody, people jump on like Disney for Why ripping off Why don't you start the things. forum, Paul? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> like with Lion King becoming so popular again because of the remake, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of people brought up the fact that Disney ripped off the entire plot off of a Japanese anime called Kimba the White Lion. Kimba? Yeah, which has the exact same plot and looks exactly the same. And just they just changed one letter and called it made it a new character. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And now he's brown instead of white. So, um, yeah, people love these like Disney ripping off things, mm. conspiracies. Um, but yeah, nobody, like I found one, uh, like articles, one place that offhandedly mentioned it and no one else has mentioned the fact that that film just completely took this film's plot. I'm so, outraged. Well, you're going to be a hit on all the message boards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is kind of, uh, I think a lot of people refer to this being an adaptation of the forced mythology, which is like an ancient Greek. 
tale of yeah. somebody selling their soul to, to the devil, but I don't think that specifically has the thing about the girl falling in love with him. Blah, sure. Blah, blah. So mm. I don't know. Any like Greek scholars in our listenership, send us an email. Mm. Let <laughs> us know what we got wrong. Mm-hmm. How was this film received when it, like, was it a big hit? Uh, yeah, it was a financial success. It was nominated for Best Music in the Academy Awards. Um, Gwen Verdon was nominated for BAFTA for Best Promising Newcomer. Yep. It was nominated Directors Guild of America, Best Directing. Golden Globes, it was nominated for Best Musical. Mm. It was nominated for a lot of things. Didn't yeah. win any of them. Did they ever say in the movie, did he say... I will sell my soul to the devil. He, he said it once. No, he didn't say to the devil. He, he said, said I would sell, sell my, my soul for. Mm. Because I don't know. Like, they really dance around it. Yeah, because yeah. I don't know if I'm like getting my timelines and whatever mixed up. But would that have been a fairly like not super yeah, down? Uh, like when's the satanic panic? Like, yeah, in the seventies. In a, in, a, in like a world where like Harry Potter is the is like the peak of like evil. Yes. This film. Yes. Like when yeah, what's the sliding scale where this was the one where Cuz I wonder like, about How dare that. They? The devil is clearly the villain. I think if the devil wasn't the villain, then it would be a different story. But just even the whole selling your soul thing. But and um, the seduction, the sexy dances. Yeah, there's well, a this, lot of seduction. This film pole. apparently had to tone a lot of elements down from the stage show version of it. Oh, to get... God help us. <laughs> <laughs> when she's like lounging around in that like white pantsuit, whatever it was, with the striped shirt. How amazing was her lair though? Like Lola's lair? Like she has yeah. this crazy like satin bed and yeah, like really this... elaborate chairs. And... Yeah, this, yeah. Like, I really enjoyed ornate that. Ornate carvings of like feathers and yes, stuff like that. Yes, absolutely. Um, and here's another little funny tidbit. Mm-hmm. So when I was younger, we used to watch a lot of musicals that were obviously quite old, even mm-hmm. when I was watching them. Yeah. And I definitely believed that back in the day, like not really having a proper way to judge the the time reference here, but I just used to think that in the olden days, people just sung everything. <laughs> <laughs> because like you hear old timey language, like yeah. ye oldie Shakespearean, and I'm like, oh, they used to talk funny and they just used to sing all, sing the, time. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like I really firmly believed that. And also believed that obviously this film isn't black and white, but I was like, oh yeah, it just colour just wasn't around then <laughs> in the world. You're stupid. <laughs> I was very young and I know you thought it too. <laughs> I have to say, though, on the uh, subject of stupidity, the main char- I like that they kept the main character pretty dumb throughout. Yeah. I thought that was a charming trait. I know. He was really kind of <laughs> well, like you lo- the... you know you love your dumb, <laughs> pretty yeah. boys. Sexy men. Yeah. yeah. Dumb, sexy men yeah. are the best. Mm. <laughs> They're so simple. It's very beautiful. Yes. Yeah. How was the twin beds as well that the husband and wife slept oh, in? they slept in separate beds. Yeah, twin beds. It's so funny. <laughs> I hear that that might be making a comeback. But more... did it even used to happen? Yeah. But then how do they have sex? You just pop into the other one's bed and but then go back small. into yours. It's a small bed. <laughs> well, when you're lying on top of each other, you don't need to. And what do you say? You hear this is making a comeback, really? Yeah, it's becoming a Well, trend. the idea of having your own rooms. Yeah, your own rooms or sleeping on two separate double beds. Mm. Like, because there's a 
a growing number of people that just don't want to be in the same bed as another person at night. Mm, that's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have a we have a mattress that's like half made for Katrina and half made for me. Like you got oh, it really? made. Yeah. That's incredible. So mine's a lot firmer than her side. Luxury at Brendan Lee. Can you get one yeah. side of the bed warmer <laughs> than the other? Um, I, I believe there's electric blankets, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that can do the I same need. thing. I'm always freezing. Hmm. That's where you hug your bow. Uh, well, thanks for that because that's not an option <laughs> what are you for me. For? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kept warm he hugs by his my CBD tears at night. <laughs> <laughs> I heat my tears into a hot water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Paul, Paul is single. <laughs> yeah. You can have all this. Maybe we should turn this into like a dating service podcast for well, me. I know that's you. I know that's like a pickup line of yours. <laughs> so you have a podcast. <laughs> I have a podcast now. Suck my dick. <laughs> okay, probably should edit that out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. So, if anyone's single that's listening, <laughs> swapcastpodcast at gmail dot com. Okay. Well, I will never read those emails again for fear of what I'm going to find. Yeah, cockshots. Welcome. No. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, I, wanted to, I wanted your thoughts on the, uh, the weird jazz experimental dance Scene? Yeah. yeah. So that's like, I know I keep referencing this and I'm sounding like an expert because I've watched some, one fucking FX series that went for six episodes, <laughs> but um, that's a very Bob Fosse. Like everything about that dance re- routine was like Bob Fosse to a T. Like, yeah. I said out loud, I feel like I'm on drugs. I'm like, yeah. how did we get here? Why is it all <laughs> gauzy and smoky? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, is is that like a, like something that was big in the period? Like. That style was like the brand new style of dance. Yeah, it was very, it was very like cutting edge and avant garde. That whole kind of like slinking your body to look mm. relaxed and doing like the 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 clicking your fingers. <laughs> yeah, and, how funny. Um, slinking over like furniture and stuff and making poses and the way they all kind of like attached each other in weird positions. Yeah, to train that was really move. cool. Yeah, yeah. Bob Fosse in that who's got the pill number? Mm. That's him. Oh, really? And then they were... He's so young. And they got married and they were on and off again. And that's what the FX show's about. So, um, yes, yeah, Sam Rockwell. Well, I did remember him. looking at that guy going, like, you and old mate, what's her name? Gwen. Yeah. Have the same figure. Yeah. Yeah. He was <laughs> tired. <laughs> <laughs> they They were like... I think they saw themselves as equals in like yeah. dancing. Mm. So that's yeah. what kept bringing them together. They had the same mind and like yeah. creative force. So yeah. um, she'd go away and they got married to other people, but they always came back together. Mm. And then like funny you say I kind that, of love that how she was too old for this role mm. getting into the seventies that she finally got the rights to Chicago and then got him to 
direct it mm. and she starred as the main character right. and she was like, imagine this is her in 58 <laughs> in the seventies. And like Amazing. the reviews were like, uh, what's going on? And then like, she got replaced for a little bit by Liza Minnelli and yep. that, that got really good reviews. <laughs> and then um, Liza's like, no, the role's yours. So she yep. gave it back to her. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. Cool. Watch the FX story. Se- watch the FX series. Cool. Really- okay. Give it to me. Okay. Thanks, well, yeah. <laughs> well, a legal, in a legal way, I'll give it to you. Sure. Not just put it on USB for a download. No, I don't have a USB. Yeah. Oh, the truth is, Mr. Joe, I do not know how to talk to a man so famous like you. Well, how about you, Miss West Indies? That's going some. Oh, it is silly. I am ashamed he told you. Mr. Applegate tries to show me off too much. Because my picture is in the papers and because maybe I'm pleasing to look in a bathing suit. (laughs) Is that important? All right. So now's the time for our favorite segment. (laughs) Hot or not. Now, since Brendan has a hoarse, sick voice, I believe he has to sing it this week. (laughs) Are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Everyone is beautiful in their own way. Shit, that was good. That was terrible. All right. I'm ready. All right. I'm ready to judge people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we should get the um the main one out of the way gwen verdon as lola <laughs> brendan oh, be a piece of I shit i don't want to be the starting person <laughs> look okay so i said that look look how old is she in this <laughs> like what's her literal age she was 33 no, she wasn't. No she was way. 33. Are you sure you she did w- that right? <laughs> well, I'm saying she's... She's got city miles. I'm, g- <laughs> I'm going to give her a me. nut because she, when she's dressed like Lola, she's got that powdered wig face makeup. That's <laughs> disgusting. Wig so face. I'm giving her a pass. <laughs> I'm taking it back. I'm giving her a pass. <laughs> what? I can't. Really? She was 33. She did, she did look a lot older. But I think that hair... That hair. The hair cut. did not get It had hair. a major Carol Burnett vibe. Am I getting that? Yeah, yeah. My, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Um, so, I mean, she was hot, but yeah. the hair was yeah, she had some not really ideal. Sh- but she had her, her body was n- nuts. Like, I go to the gym every fucking day and I'll never look like that. Yeah, that's genetic, like... She is a stick. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> but like, she's a stick. No, I that agree, is Lisa. diet. That's diet, and she, I, she would have like been eating nothing. You and watched dancing, the series Cocaine, dancing for uh, like fifty. For him, yes, not for her so much. Dancing no. like fifty hours a day, she would be. She would be fit as a fiddle. She had abs when she was yeah. thirty. She's a year older than me in this film. Are you, um, I, is that is this true? Is this a true story? <laughs> I guess so. Ooh, um, some sunscreen. Yeah. And Tab Hunter was twenty seven. I'm going to give her a hot. Yeah, same. Uh, the, the hair. Why did you make me go first? You made me an arsehole. Because you are the arsehole. <laughs> um, <laughs> Straight <laughs> white male. <laughs> How could you judge someone <laughs> by <laughs> their appearance? <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was a ghoul. <laughs> 
Why did he call her my futile wench? Yeah. <laughs> um, Old girl. <laughs> that was the other one. Yeah. Um, yeah. The hair's unfortunate, but everything else, and she's a legend, and mm. she's just yeah. so good in the role. I'm giving her a hot. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we have to put that song Every time we make that noise You should put it in <laughs> Tab Hunter Hot. As young Joe Hot He is so fucking beautiful Yeah And I, it's just funny that I made all the I'm like what kind of a name is Tab And I'm like that guy's name <laughs> It suited him so well I'm gonna be a big claim here Mm. I think hotter he, than keyboard guy. Hotter than keyboard <laughs> guy. He Shit, is, ladies and gentlemen. He's, he's, mm. I think he might be the top. He was yeah, very but he's going to look like that coach in like 30 years. He's hey, don't, don't talk couch. about the coach now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, Tab actually stayed hot his whole life. Yeah, I, I, I'm, sure he he I'm sure well, he did. I'm sure he did. He was an icon. Like I don't want to look at your search history. <laughs> <laughs> Tab under lemon party. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm, <laughs> you've never no. seen lemon party? No. I've okay. never seen it. Google lemon party. Not. Make sure as many of your family and friends are I around. will not. <laughs> I will not be doing that. All right. So, um, if, if any of our listeners. No, wanna... Mike. We don't want people writing in about weird shit anymore. Can you just tell me what it is after we start filming, though? I mean, yeah. recording. Uh, it's it's an old man orgy porn. Today, um, uh, why is it lemon? Because <laughs> they're Jack all... Lemon. <laughs> is it Jack Lemon party? <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> of course, you would. <laughs> Today, uh, this, a friend of mine was like doing an Instagram post, and he's like, "What was that funny word you said?" And the guy's like, "Donkey punch." He's like, "Yeah, yeah." He starts writing it, and I'm like, Don't. "You know what that means, right?" He's like, "No." Just oh as he's about God. to send on this message where he's Did just he got donkey punch donkey all over it. <laughs> I know what that is, <laughs> and it's hot as fuck. No. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> All right. So this one's for Lucy. Um, Ray Walston as Satan, a.k.a. Mr. Applegate. No, not. Really? Yes. Not hot. Um, he had a devil peak hair. I mean, that's obviously the point, but not into it. And also, I just didn't really feel that character overall. I felt like he did a lot of, like, foot stomping and he wore a wizard dressing gown in my bit of it. I just, not for me. I did like his solo song where he's talking about, like, all the atrocities of the past and how he oh, misses yeah. them. Oh, yeah, Brendan laughed a lot in yeah. that. Yeah, and they're like, you get that to see, like, because it was, like, such a G film. And then, like, all of a sudden, he's looking through a book of people being hanged. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, it said, Jack the fond, it said fond memories on the front. <laughs> and it's, like, literally Jack the River stabbing someone for, like, an unseemly amount of time. <laughs> See, this film is good. Fuck you. This is funny. Um, anyway. Um, all right. So, Brendan, hold on. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> Yeah, go. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm giving him a knot. Sorry, sorry, Ray. I did enjoy. I enjoyed the performance. Mm. I thought mm. he was funny, mm. and that song was good. So Shannon Bolin as I forgot. I could just say no. I don't have to be me. 
Um, Shannon Bolin as uh, Meg Boyd, the um, wife he left at home. Laura Dern. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's getting up there in the years, but she was quite was she though? Because I felt like it was like makeup. But I feel if Gwen Verdon was 33, okay. then it, she must, yeah, she maybe must you're right. Like 40. All yes, right, so I'm, totally. I've, I've just found out her age, so um, I want you guys to guess what her age was. I'm going to give it a nice round 60. 60? <laughs> no, it's going to be like, so Gwen Vern was 33, it'll be, she'll be 37. <laughs> 41. Yeah. I told you. I told you. 60. I was gauging by her husband. But she looked 60. <laughs> she, it, she had unfortunate glasses, she was, yeah. hair, and wardrobe choices. Mm-hmm. I feel like she could easily have a Yeah, she was up. dressed like Dre- Jan from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, she totally was. So you're giving her a not? I mean, you could tell that she was an attractive woman. Yeah, but I feel like if she was forty, film. I feel like if she's forty-two, yeah. then I'm going to give her a not. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> sorry, I'm just like she looked. Yeah, a that lot Katrina, older. you got an expiry date. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm giving her a not. Even though, like, but I feel like she has potential for it at heart. Yeah. I don't think she was ugly. She wasn't ugly. There. Is there anyone else we want to do? Coach. coach. I'm, really, I'm really interested. <laughs> Lucy made a comment, and I just want to see how far she'll take it. All right. Well, he's not hot, but I could tell that he was once an attractive man and just was a bit on the Marlboros. <laughs> he, he was the Marlboro man. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> he just yeah, I'm going to give him a nod. Okay. I don't know his name. He reminded, me of, <laughs> he reminded me of the dad from Frasier. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, actually. With more did... lines, though. Yeah, more yeah, lines somehow, in his yeah. face. Yeah. What did we think of Robert Schaefer, who played, like, the old Joe before he swaps? Not. I know you would look to me and think that <laughs> I have something to say, but not my flavour. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm giving him a no. He was a slob. Mm. Bob Fosse was hot. Now I know that that's him. Yeah, Bob mm. Fosse is a hot. Mm. He had a tight little butt. He was <laughs> a Lothario as well. Of course. So you could have definitely fucked him. Or well, you I'm not to really do. into into boys like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> but you just gave him a hot. Yeah, but what, what do I want to fuck around with that for? <laughs> Which, you know, well, I just assumed he would be gay before I saw the TV series and he's not. That's he's a good point. Every girl. Mm. There you go. You, there you go. You can dance and not be gay. Huh. We learned a lot today. <laughs> uh, um, Sorry. That was like a very uncontroversial hot or not. There was no real arguments there. Yeah, sometimes when it's old, it's a bit like, feels in bad taste. Can we just <laughs> They're <yell>? all dead. <laughs> Let's just yell at Brendan for just something unrelated. Who's got the pain when they do the mumbo? Who's got the pain when they go up? Who's got the pain when they do the mumbo? I don't know who. Do you? Who needs a pill when they do the mumbo? Who needs a pill when they go up? Who needs a pill when they do the mumbo? I don't know who. Now's time for Opinion Swap, the segment where we scour through the internet to see what other people thought of today's movie. So... I always say this, and then I always say this that I always... This is a hard one. It was a hard one, but this is like literally a hard one. So I've got like two. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be like the shortest opinion swap okay. ever. All right. So this one's from Ben Empley on Letterboxd, who gave it three and a half stars. 
He says, Stanley Donan is underrated. That's the director. Mm-hmm. Gwen Verdon is underrated. Bob Fosse is underrated. Tab Hunter is hot. They're all good statements, but I don't think <laughs> Bob Fosse's not underrated, is he? I think he's a fairly <laughs> celebrated. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's literally got an EGOT. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> every voting thing has said that he's the best. <laughs> All right. Um, all right. Can I do a funny EGOT thing? Yeah. <laughs> you can edit this out if you want, but I saw a thing, a meme that said Lady Gaga is going to EGOT for the Star, Star is Born. Born. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it said Emmy, whatever, Grammy, Grammy Oscar, Oscar. And then it said, to fuck Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Uh, Really, I would prefer that he got mm. personally. Yeah, he's single now. He's single now as well. So ah, I thought he's isn't he with Gaga? Isn't that the whole thing? No, didn't apparently they, they haven't even talked since that movie. I don't believe. I it. believe it. I How did they not talk through the movie? They were like, did the whole fucking yeah since Oscars all the since all the press they haven't talked. I bet they're fucking right now. I bet Bradley Cooper's <laughs> dick is in Lady Gaga's Doesn't mean they have to right now. Doesn't mean they have folks. to be talking. <laughs> um, but ooh, but um, Bradley Cooper's girlfriend, she was so hot. Yeah, but can she sing like Gaga? Yeah, well, I mean, Lady Gaga's also very hot. Hmm. I'm going to say, guys, I feel really left out of this episode. It's all musicals and celebrities. I am holding you up, Brendan, because I know you have a sore throat. I'm trying to talk for you. Yeah, I've known you for how many years? And this is how gay you are? This is your own fucking fault. Homework. Go home and suck a dick. Oh my god! <laughs> it's gonna become his catchphrase. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this one's from Autor on Letterbox. He gives it two stars. Let me reach into my male privilege bag and find something nice to say about a film where the main character makes a deal with the devil to leave his wife and live out his childhood dream of being a famous ball player. Not even Lola gets what she wants in this film, but she sure does shake her ass quite a bit. Ray Walston is a terrible singer. The musical numbers and choreography are perfunctory at best, and the film assumes an affinity for baseball on the part of its audience. I am not a baseball fan, but Barry Levison and Sam Raimi and Phil Alden Robinson had no problem making me temporarily fall in love with the game. George Abbott and Stanley Donan don't even come close. You threw a lot of names around in there. <laughs> well, what <laughs> was who? what was Sam Raimi's baseball movie? What you know, like you like Sam Raimi? <laughs> he directed Evil Dead, <laughs> the Spider Man movie. He has a baseball movie. Apparently, maybe it was Field of Dreams. Yeah, tenuous. No, <laughs> I'm guessing one a of those. Of their own. I'm no, guessing that was old mate. Who was the oh, League of yeah, their Penny own? Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> What are uh, any other baseball movies? Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Quick, Brendan. What What are the ones with uh, the Sheen guy in it? What? Oh, Major League. Yeah. <laughs> the Sheen guy. More, more baseball <laughs> movies. Was it Moneyball? Moneyball. Sam Raimi did For the Love of the Game. For Love of the Game. With, oh, um, of course. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Me either. With fucking what's his face? <laughs> <laughs> You've got oh, my God. disease. You've Kevin got Costner. My disease. Oh sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh no, we're getting into the late night crazies. <laughs> it's happening. I have to be at work in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that if you had to like record on the way to work in the car. <laughs> Amazing. So I guess that's it for opinions from this week. We padded it out pretty well. Yeah, I guess uh, the lesson that we've learned is not enough funny people have watched this film. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you re- write a review, Paul? Yeah, I will. Just um, get, on, get on the old Google machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100 iTunes, <laughs> iTunes reviews and I'll write a review for Damn Yankees. <laughs> yeah. And that glorious morn, Jack the Ripper was born. Yeah, those were the good old days. So now we come to Tenuous Recommendations, the segment where we recommend a movie, television show, or other piece of media that is connected to today's film in some way, whether that be a shared actor, director, or theme. Or in Brendan's case, he can actually do some solid recommendations for a few episodes of the show and then completely destroy all the goodwill he had built up <laughs> by being super mean to me in the last episode's edit. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, that was that my name is Paul. I am. <laughs> and during my tenuous recommendation, <laughs> layering yeah. a song over it. Right. Chicken and Chinese, the Chinese chicken. <laughs> At first I was listening, I was like, where is that coming from? I was like, oh, Brendan, what have you done? Uh, wait till I get there next. <laughs> this episode is just going to be a revenge podcast on each other. <laughs> All right, so you go, uh, let's just get Brendan out of the way. Do this is going to be painful. This movie is called Damn Yankees, right? Yes. I'm not going anywhere with that. I'll just make sure. <laughs> so my my recommendation, my tenuous link actually, uh, I started by looking at the IMDb, looking mm-hmm. through the characters, and the main character, Tab Hunter, you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm taking too long. Uh, so, yeah, Tab Hunter. I thought about that and I was like, all right, I'll do that. And I looked at what was open on my other tabs on, cr- on Google Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> and so Ooh, I found... So angry. <laughs> and so I found... I, I'd you can't like, recommend porn, Brendan. <laughs> it's like recommending been over this. Milf Gets Bang 3. <laughs> <laughs> so, Revenge of the Cum Lords. <laughs> you gotta oh let me finish. <laughs> okay. No, it wasn't poor Lucy. Okay. Uh, it was an article about the Fujis and why they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> he recommended the Fujis. <laughs> no. I He's just, recommending uh, breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. This is the end of the podcast. <laughs> Listen to Brendan's dry, raspy laugh. I'm sorry. That's very funny to me. No, I, I just had it open because um, Katrina, <laughs> I was I was trying to explain to her that I had heard the, the original song that was sampled for the Fuji's Ooh La La La. Yeah. And she's like, who are the Fuji's? I'm like, who are the Fuji's? Anyway, so I was... You guys have been married forever. Surely you would have already covered the Fuji's. <laughs> That's like third date material. So I, was try- <laughs> I was trying to explain to her. And so I, I mentioned Sister Act, you know, because she was in number two. Lauren she thought, Hill, yeah. She thought she was in number one. Anyway, that's, a, that's another Big story. Big mistake. We're Huge. doing tenuous yeah. links. Anyway. Sister Act? 
No. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking of artists who, like musical artists who have been in films. And I thought of like, who's the famous, most famous of them all? Lady Gaga. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Tim Nordwin. No. <laughs> Come on, guys. He's the bass player for OK Go. <laughs> and what film is he in? He was in a film called uh, Dave Made a Maze, which is okay. my recommendation. Sure. <laughs> there wasn't even a link. You skipped he's, over the link this part. This the Tab Hunter. Tab Hunter, Fuji's, Fuji's, Sister Act, artist being in movies. <laughs> The six degrees of separation. Six degrees of bullshit. Open your your ears. Okay, so uh, Dave Made a Maze is a really awesome film. Like, think if you enjoy uh, the labyrinth, like this gives you labyrinth feels because it literally is this uh, this story about this guy who can never finish um, like projects. Um, and he's having a tough time with his relationship because he feels a bit aimless and shiftless. And he starts building a cardboard maze in the middle of his uh, his uh, apartment. Apartment, and he, um, his girlfriend comes back from a weekend away, mm. and he's got lost inside the the maze. <laughs> and so him and uh, so her, she puts it together a team of her friends um, and a documentary crew, and they go into the to the maze wow. to find him to take him out. And the whole thing is this uh, set design, which is just everything's made of car- like corrugated yeah. cardboard, but they make like labyrinth traps and creatures. Oh, that sounds amazing. It's so good and so much fun. So I am recommending everyone should give that a go. Cool. Hmm. See, I didn't need any help this week, Paul. Oh, well, no, I guess that's why it was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going next. Okay. This is... Part recommendation and part tribute to someone who's just passed away. Mm -hmm. My connection is musicals. So I'm doing the Disney Channel original movies. There's two of them and a third one's just about to come out called Descendants. So there's Descendants 1 and Descendants 2 that came out in 2015 and 2017, respectively. Uh, One of the main actors in this franchise, Cameron Boyce, who just passed away and he was only like in his his early 20s 20s, so it was really Really sad sad. but these are films I've recently caught up on and I've been kind of obsessed with them (laughs) Um, especially number two Um, so they're basically um, musicals that are set in this alternate reality and alternate reality where all the Disney princesses and princes have had children and they live in this like utopian society. Yeah, wow. And then all the villains from all the Disney movies have also had kids and they're living on like this scum garbage island. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, Belle and Beast's son has become the new king and he decides to let four of the villain children come to live on the mainland because he wants to start like... Um, Repairing. repairing the bonds between them. Yeah. So then the villain kids go there and they decide they're going to like destroy everything. But then obviously they get one over and they fall in love with the princesses and the princes and um, all that ensues. And there's a lot of music. And the second one especially has some like absolute bangers in there, <laughs> and which have definitely also like they're on my playlist. playlist. It's like what Lola wants, and then chilling like a villain from Descendants Two. Of course. Um, so uh, 
They're super. There's the first one is a bit rocky. There's Kristen Chenoweth and Kathy Najimy like mm-hmm. are in it, and Kristen Chenoweth plays Maleficent, and Jamie plays the Snow Queen from Snow White, and they're really miscast and terrible. Oh. And like I love Kristen Chenoweth, but. It's just bad casting, but they get rid of those characters for number two. <laughs> so I would recommend watching them both because they're both kind of fun, but two is when it really gets into its stride. And number three is coming out next week, and I'm really hyped. So cool. the Descendants movies. The trilogy. Uh, the trilogy. <laughs> the trilogy that is often the ignored. Day Godfather. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'd say more than modern day <laughs> high school musicals, but, <laughs> uh, which I think is just as prestigious. So. <laughs> and uh, because it was a half tribute as well, you're not allowed to mop, mock it. So okay. yeah, well, I yeah, actually I said the whole way. I said the whole away. way through that it sounded cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I know, and I was looking for any way I could get in there, but <laughs> you really locked it up. <laughs> All right. So Lucy. Okay, so um, my link is Damn Yankees was made in 1958, and mm-hmm. so was this movie that I'm recommending. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Brendan has done that once before, and. Paul got so mad, but it's fine when I do it because I'm lovable. I'm lovable when I do it. (laughs) And also, um, like we've done a musical before and I recommended my favourite musical, so I felt like I couldn't exactly kind of rip that again. Yep. Um, So, 1958, I'm doing Vertigo. Oh, yeah. My Potentially my favourite Hitchcock movie ever. Mm -hmm. Um, Sure, you've both seen it, yeah. I've seen it. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, it's about an ex-cop that suffers from a fear of heights. He's hired to spy on his friend's wife who's acting all weird. And um, there's all well, it's not as it seems and there's many twists and turns. And um, oh, this is upsetting to me because I was going to like turn to you for something to do with this. Oh. Um, so there. Why can't Paul do it? Because I thought this is your area. <laughs> So um, there's, Disappointing, some, Brendan. there's some Hitchcock treasure in there. Um, there's a camera effect. I might be wrong here, but I think it was the first, first time it was it, ever yeah. used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I don't, that's what's the name? Vertigo effect. Yeah. And it's the zooming, <laughs> the dolly. You zoom in while you pull out. Yeah. yeah and so that they use it to demonstrate when um, Jimmy Stewart's getting all afraid of heights. Mm. And it's just cool. And like, I love thinking about that. That when that movie came out, so many things about it, like the twists in the plot and and the visual effects, just really blew people away. Yeah. It's a really great movie, yeah. um, and I really love Jimmy Stewart, and yeah. um, the soundtrack's brilliant as well. Yeah, yeah, it's really good movie. Yeah, it is very. I, mm. I'll double down on yeah. that recommendation. Yeah, Brendan for shame. Well, you know, you can't watch them all. <laughs> <laughs> can't watch them all. That's well. Brendan's catchphrase. <laughs> Funny that that brings us into our next segment. Yeah, because and you would think apparently we can watch them all. Yeah, but it's like I'm not going to do Brendan the solid of picking. <laughs> all right, well, yeah. well let's explain. Is this about yeah. being mean yeah. or <laughs> so? Very exciting news. We're going to start doing bonus episodes of the Swapcast podcast. You heard it here first. <laughs> So we've got our main review episodes with the format you know and you love and you're passionate about and you want to review us on iTunes with every (laughs) fiber of your being. You just run to iTunes and review us. Um, But we're going to do something a bit different. So as you have just heard, at the end of every episode, we do our tenuous recommendation segment. And more often than not, 
the other two hosts haven't heard, uh, haven't seen the movie that we're recommending. Paul, you've always seen them. Except me. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that we've recommended to each other. So in our bonus episodes, each member of the Swapcast podcast team forces one of the other members to, to watch, watch, a tenuous. watch one of the movies they've tenuously recommended on the show. Recommended. 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 <laughs> it is so recommended. late, guys. This will be our first one. So mm-hmm. I've got a hat, which in true me... Um, it's Disney related, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's a Mickey Mouse beanie. <laughs> you have a Mickey Mouse jumper on as well. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't realise. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of undies do you have on ball? Uh, Mickey Mouse. Okay. <laughs> what about your socks? Just black? Okay. Just black, yeah. Um, all right. So each of us will pick a name out of the beanie. Mm-hmm. And whatever name that is. How is do we know we're not going to get our own name? If you get your own name, you put your name back. Sure. And and you won't hear this. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, we, we want the listeners to hear like the excitement of who we choose. So How badly do we both want to get Brendan? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I kind of want to get you because, like, how bad? Sh- how badly do you both want me? Because I have such good movies. I don't want you yours. <laughs> um, I've, <laughs> I've, so I've, you know, we. I think we've all planned for both. All I have to do is listen to a three. <laughs> <laughs> we've all planned for both eventualities. So, do you remember this? You, you're organized. So we know what we're going to recommend. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yeah. All right. What could go wrong? So, okay. Lucy, you got the first on it. Do I read it out or do we all? Are we all... No, yeah, read, yeah. read it Yeah, out. okay. Paul! Oh. <laughs> okay, Brandon. Oh, oh, oh. Actually, do we need <laughs> <laughs> What? Uh, once one person knows. Lucy! <laughs> <laughs> well, you're obviously you getting have Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't think this through very well. <laughs> okay, all right. So, I've got Brendan. You, I bet you licked that, so you knew to pick the wet no, one. No, 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 no. Oh, you went last, so you couldn't have even cheated. Yeah, all right. All right. Interesting. So, Brendan, I know mm-hmm. you like animation. So, the film that I have chosen for you is the Powerpuff Girls movie. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I know this feels like a band, but I think you're actually going to enjoy this film. Amazing. I I think it's quite, like, it's 2D animation, it's fun, and the humour is actually a lot more clever than you think. So, all right, Lucy, what have you chosen for me? You have to watch Bed of Roses. Oh, actually, I want to watch that one. <laughs> I know. I was looking I, at the list. I'm like, punishment. I hope it's that one. <laughs> it's a punishment because Brendan won't like it, and it's it's good because you love it. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I, I think... was going to choose one that Lucy would like, <laughs> and Paul would hate. <laughs> <laughs> the dynamics are very clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, better raises for me. Powerful yeah. for girls for Brendan. So, Brendan, what does Lucy have to watch? I am going to get you, now that I've heard this information. <laughs> <laughs> All your recommendations sound good. Uh, well, then. Do the maze one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Or that you can't choose it. Or that, al- or that album that one time. Wait, I've done a couple of albums. Which yeah, what well, happens if it's a TV series? They're just gonna watch the first episode. No TV. Just do series. a movie. All right, we're gonna do it. We'll do a movie. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Lucy, mm-hmm. I would like you to watch Brigsby Bear, which is the what's his name Mooney. Kyle Mooney, Kyle I'm Mooney so film. excited to watch it. <laughs> now you have to. It's like yeah. an actual chore to do. You'll probably watch Never. it. Never. Right? I love Kyle Mooney. Yeah, no, but like, are we going to do hot or not for them? Because he's getting a hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, exciting. So cool. That's going to be fun. Listeners, listen out for our bonus episode where we will review Powerpuff Girls movie. Brigsby Bear and Bed of Roses. Amazing. <laughs> the first time in history those three movies have been paired together. God <laughs> ask me why weak men will die for me, strong men simply shatter. A little brains, a little talent with an emphasis on the latter. Uh, now we have to rank. Damn Yankees, where would you guys put it in um, our listing of swap films that we've watched for the show? My ranking on our list Mm -hmm. is number four. So smack bang in between Big and Shazam. I would definitely, yeah, I would definitely recommend this film. I had a ton of fun with it. It's up my alley, big musical. So yeah, definitely number four. So I'm putting it at number 10. Yeah. In between Freaky Friday from the 70s and, and Chances Are. Chances Are. Ooh. So liked it, didn't love it is what I'm feeling. I thought it was good. Yeah, I, I liked it. Well, you know, you give me so much shit for making you watch terrible films, but if if a movie you really liked is number 10, I think I've got I've had a pretty good batting average there. Yeah, but I mean, like, the change-up is down the bottom. Like, mm. it's been real swing, <laughs> swings and roundabouts. Like, I never got to mention that when I listened to that episode of the change-up. Yeah. I really actually, I, I listened to all those, like, cuts out of context that I was, I was actually, like, laughing. <laughs> I was like, maybe this what film is funny. the jokes of the film? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he changes change up to the top gonna, of the list. Gonna, gonna boost it it doesn't seem so bad. Out of context, it's great. <laughs> anyway, uh, so my I'm going to make it number fourteen, which apparently means I think it's better than Freaky Friday and Selfless. So, like the the musical, musical Freaky yes. Friday. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I would yeah. rather watch Every Day again. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, get ready for it. Mm. Our next episode proper, we will be reviewing the 2001 or 2006 movie, depending on who you ask, because oh, it's listed what? with both <laughs> <laughs> release dates. It's listed twice. Uh, depending on where you read, some people list it as a 2001 release. Some other How could people... that be so far apart? Yeah, I think it was like released in a small way and then shelved maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have there's, high hopes for there's this. There's not what is, much what do you got information for about this film on the internet. Um, it's called Pretty Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So the synopsis, Mm -hmm. a high school senior whom everyone sees as a loser gains the ability to read people's minds and control their thoughts. 
Things quickly get out of hand, especially when a mind-swapping device comes into play. Of course. So basically it's a sex comedy, sex comedy from the early 2000s in like American Pie type mm. phase. So um, lots of boobs, lots of farts. <laughs> It's going to be awful. And I'm, it's I'm got anyone, for it. Has it got anyone in it that we've ever seen before? No. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be a rough one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just love the name. Pretty cool. <laughs> pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Right. So are we are we hyped for that? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch that film that was recommended to me. <laughs> <laughs> that you're forcing me to watch. <laughs> So uh, that's it for another episode of the Swap Cars podcast. Until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. I was Brendan Levi. <laughs> R.I.P. Goodbye. Yeah, Brendan will be replaced by someone else. Like, there's been so many jokes about you dying. That you just you need to stay alive for a whole episode, like, and also for just fifty, seventy more years. Ago. I know. I feel like I should die for the bit. No. <laughs> And then instead of like a funeral song, we'll just play this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, awesome. Uh, Bye now. See you. (laughs) Swapcast is hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, recorded at Brown Town Studios. But my old girl, I love you so. I know it hasn't all been rosy. We've had squabbling. Ooh la la la. Yeah.